1: Checked out by a mechanic before you bought it?
2: Yeah, I'm suing them too.
1: Yes, yeah, i I figured suing them too because. I But you know, it's out. gonna. Yeah. It's a used car, and you're not gonna get a lot of traction in that lawsuit. It's a problem because when you buy a used car, it's as is unless they give you a warranty. <laughs>
3: This is the plaintiff, Carol Grady. She says she brought her car to the defendant's repair shop. And after looking the car over, he told her it needed the steering control arms replaced and in an alignment. She paid him. And not 30 minutes after leaving the shop, her head gasket blew. Why didn't he tell her she needed a head gasket, too? Now her engine is ruined, and she wants the defendant to return the $578.18 she paid him for the useless repairs he made. And he's suing because he won't give her her money back. This is the defendant, Chad Abu. He says he did a diagnostic on the plaintiff's car, and she needed some steering work done. She paid him, and he ordered the parts and did an alignment for her. A few days later, her engine blew, and she called trying to cancel the job, but he already ordered her special parts, and he can't return them. Give her a full refund? No way. He's accused of being a bad mechanic.
4: All parties, please raise your right hand.
3: What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court.
4: People's Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Marilyn Millian is not presiding. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor.
1: Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, ma'am. All right, Ms. Grady, you brought your car over to Mr. Abu's shop um, and had some work done, and then he told you that he needed to order some parts to have additional work done, correct? Yes. And you authorized that work. What was that additional work that he told you was required?
2: He told me the control arms needed to be replaced, A and B, and then... um, I can go ahead and pay for the parts. They can go ahead and order the parts. Then he told me he also did an alignment on my car because that's what I originally went there for was a simple alignment. But then he told me it was $45. So I said, okay, I'm going to go ahead and pay for everything now. He said, okay. I asked him how much the price was. That's when he told me Then he said it was uh, for parts and labor. So I told him, okay, but 30 minutes after leaving there, my car would not crank, And I had a mechanic come look at my car, even, His mechanic that worked on my car came and looked at my car, and the car was not crank. So I was telling him, you know, I don't need the parts no more, but if I can get the car fixed, then I'll um, come get the parts when they're ready. Just text me when they're ready. But I was telling him um, that none of this is going to work, that I need all my money back, and he refused to give me my money back.
1: When did you ask for all of your money back? A couple of days after. Okay, and when did uh, when did you realize that you weren't going to be able to get the car working? The same day. So, if it broke down the same day, why didn't you call and ask for your money back the same day? I did to him. I called him and I told him.
2: I say, um, my car is not cranking. That's when he had. I came. I came personally up there, me and my god sister, and came and picked up his mechanic, and they tried to get, They had tried to give it a jump. The car would not jump. Okay.
1: All right, so you tell him, I'm not going to need those parts after all, and what does he tell you? Oh, I'm not giving you
2: your money back because I'm losing losing money. That's what he told me and my dad, because me and my dad came up
1: there. Okay, well, by the time you complain to him, he's already ordered the parts. I know that, because I've seen the order forms. But you're not out $578.18, and you didn't have to do the job. So what is your position, Mr. Abu, on whether she should get any money back?
5: Yes, ma'am, how you doing? Uh, f- first of all, she brought her car for a alignment and a diagnosis. She just bought the car. We didn't do no engine work. We do a suspension work. If we open the hood and check the engine, we will let her know if, if we see anything. We told her the parts exactly she needed, and we ordered the parts, and I told her the price, and she agreed to the, to the price I gave her and I ordered the parts for it. And she's right, she called me. She called about her car not starting. It was slow. Normally I don't send my mechanic out to the road. She was quiet, I said, you know what, let's help her it out. It's a, it's, it's a difficult time, we live in. So let her go check the car, see if you need jump, if you need something. And he went and, ch- and checked it out for him.
1: And what was wrong with the car? Did you find out what was wrong with the car?
5: I think he, he gave the car a jump and, and it start. She called me a few days later about her car broke down. Not the day when the mechanic went, he took the jump with him. It's, it's, it's both way. we didn't do any engine work completely. We didn't open the hood on the car.
1: And you keep mentioning that because what ends up happening is that it blows a gasket, right? Yes, when his mechanic came out, the car did not start did not he did not okay well it when did you find out yeah, so, that that there was a gasket problem because that truly does have nothing to do with the work that they were doing How, they wouldn't know that there's a gasket problem you had just bought this car you didn't have it checked out by a mechanic before you bought it yeah i'm suing them too
2: yes yeah, i'm I suing them too because I'm a but mechanic you know out. it's gonna yeah. it's
1: a used car and you're not gonna get a lot of traction in that lawsuit it's a problem because when you buy a used car it's as is unless they give you a warranty did you get any warranty from them? No, they told me nothing was wrong
2: with the car. They had just fixed on the car. They told me there was nothing wrong with it. Now, when I took it to Chad, mm-hmm. you charged me for parts and labor. And I texted you and I told you that I did not need it
1: no more. Because I actually- Let had- me see the text. Let me see oh, the text you just no, talked no. about. That's on July 3rd. What is the day yes. that you had the alignment done? The day
2: I had the alignment done, it should be on that receipt with the um, cash app. Yeah, it will be. That I paid.
1: Okay, that's June 30th. So that means um, that if on June 30th was the day that you had the repair done, we're talking about July 1, 2, and then 3 is when you say I have a blown head gasket. Yes. So, Mr. Abu, I understand that, you know, you have a policy that there's no returns on special orders. And I know because I see the evidence that you ordered the parts. But what you're out for the parts is $131.56. Did the parts come in?
5: Yes, ma'am. It's in the shop. Been waiting for it to show up, so she didn't show up. I have the parts in the shop.
1: Okay. I understand what you are saying, but why would it ever be appropriate for you to keep the entire amount when you didn't even end up having to do the job because the car died?
5: First of all, the, the first $100 was for alignment and a diagnosis. And then when we find out what's wrong with the car, then when I add up the three, it was $100 first for the diagnosis and the alignment. So we, we, we find out that part was broken on the car. So we ordered the parts. It's, it's way cheaper than the auto parts and it's the same warranty. So I buy like tons of parts from this vendor online. They give us a great deal. I buy from them. I order special. You,
1: if, if you buy tons of parts, why can't you return it?
5: It's, that's why it's a wholesale that's why i don't have to go through the return it's i talk to the customer i break it down to them not just her. i have like thousands of thousands i don't have no problem with ordering stuff i okay. explain it to the let customer let me
1: ask you a question the 578 included a hundred dollars for the alignment miss grady um, no, he's
2: lying. That $100, that was for a down payment. And he said, whenever I get the rest of the money, I could call... Well, how much, how much did you pay for the alignment? How much did you pay for the alignment,
1: Miss Grady, then? He told me it was $45. Do you have paperwork, Mr. Abu, from the day that you did the service for her?
5: The first day, it was 100 bucks, which is for the yeah, alignment. Yeah, I see. It says she deposit.
1: A the, the $100 receipt that you gave her says deposit. How much yes. did... She pay you total. How much did she pay you, Mr. Abu? 4,
5: 4, 478.
1: Does that sound right that you paid a total of 478? Because all you've shown me in evidence, Ms. Grady, is a cash app 378.18 and then a, an additional deposit of 100. So he's saying that the total that you paid was 478, not 578. Yes. Does that sound right? Hold on. Let me add that. That's, that's about right. Okay, so it's 478 not $578. let us start with that. Mr. Abu, you're in Florida, right? Yes, And sir. there's some rules and regulations about itemizing uh, invoices. I don't see where you itemized, oh, the alignment costs 50 versus the alignment costs 100 Where's your itemization?
5: Wait, do you have the invoice there?
1: I do. I see an invoice that you've provided into evidence. Where's the customer signature that you're supposed to have on these documents that... that corroborate that in fact they've approved it. I'm just, you know, you're doing things a little sloppy is what I'm trying to point out to you. Now, here's where we are. We have $478.18 that has been paid by the plaintiff. And you placed an order causing him to place an order because I've seen the proof that he actually ordered it for some parts. He feels just because you've decided that you don't want to do the job, that doesn't mean that he shouldn't still get paid. I feel he certainly shouldn't get paid the entire amount of the money because he didn't have to do the job. So I know by looking at the receipts that the parts themselves are $131.56. He should also get a reasonable cost for an alignment. I don't know why you're saying $100 is for an alignment. $100 was a deposit on the whole job. An alignment isn't $100. I live in Florida, too. So I'm going to allow another $50 for the alignment, okay? And that brings us to $181.56. But he's also, you know, that just makes him whole. He sold you something, and you're the one who wants to cancel the contract. So he's entitled to what we call in the law his lost profits. He doesn't get to keep the whole thing because he saved himself the trouble of doing the work. That's worth something. That's a discount for you. That means he's entitled to make less. So what he gets to do is cover what he's out, and he also gets to collect his lost profits. He told me the parts wasn't
2: even there yet.
1: Yeah, the parts are yours when they get there, so you can resell them or do whatever you want to them. So what ends up happening then is that between the parts and the alignment, it's one hundred and eighty-one fifty-six. Plus, if I allow him to get $100 in lost profits for his trouble, that would be 281.56. And if I subtract from that the amount you've actually paid, then that means he's gotta return some money to you. And I find him uh, liable to return $196.62. That's what I'm ordering him to pay you. Good luck, folks. Wow,
2: he only gotta pay me $100 and something.
1: So
6: the plaintiff prevails. The defendant's got to give $196 back to the plaintiff. That's what she's supposed to get. Mr. Abu, let me ask you a quick question on this. Obviously, number one, what do you think about the judge's decision?
5: I mean, it, it's really, we, we just, we, I, I talked to the, to the owner of the car. We agreed on the work. We agreed on the box. She, she agreed on everything. That's why she bid in full. I mean, I just, I don't see why I have to give her money back. Even though I have her parts here, she didn't come to pick them up. If her car broke down, that's not my issue. That's her issue. She buy, she buy like a bad car. I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's her, it's her issue. I don't know why I have to give her money back. I pay for her parts that she's supposed to come pick up, but she didn't.
6: Suppose she comes to pick up the parts
5: now. Will you give them to her? The parts has been waiting for her for probably since July the 14th. The part's been here. It's been here for like two months. And she never
6: showed up. All right. Very good. Well, thank you very much. Sorry, but that's the judge's verdict. Miss Grady, you just heard Mr. Abu. He said the parts are there waiting for you. You're going to get $196 back. That's what he has to give you back, okay?
2: But the parts are there. You're going to go get them? Well, why would I go get parts that I don't need? You don't need those anymore. No, that's what I was trying to explain to him. And I don't feel like this case was even fair Because why shouldn't I get all my money back when he only did a simple alignment on my car? And he kept telling me, my dad, and my mom, the parts was not there. So all that, all that, he feel like he should not give me no money back, that's bull.
6: Well, unfortunately, I know you're upset, but that's all you're going to get back, $196. Next time you buy a car, get it looked at first by a mechanic. Save yourself a lot of trouble, you know?
2: Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm suing them, too. I'm suing them, too, because a mechanic sold it to me. Thank you.
6: Well, good luck to you. All right. Another car problem case. We have a lot of those here in the people's court. Let's see what the judges feel about this. Here's another session of After the Verdict.
7: In this case, you were presented with a situation where there was a 15-year-old car and the parts were special ordered and the alignment gets done. But after that, boom, the head, head gasket blows and the car basically is worthless. Yeah, apparently. I feel
1: terrible for her. But
7: Tough situation for her. Yeah. But obviously no relationship between the suspension components and the head gasket in the motor.
1: No, there really isn't. And I, I mean, I hear, you know, when she says, why should XYZ? Of course, you know, yeah, n- none of us want to be in the position that right. she's in. That right. makes sense. But you contracted to do something and he relied on your representation you were going to pay for it. And he, and he, ordered he provided service. Right. I mean, he so. aligns
7: the car for her. He diagnoses the, pro- diagnoses the problem with the suspension and, or the, the components that he did order. And at the end of the day, she owns those parts, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know.
7: I guess for I, what it's worth. For what I mean, that's, for what that's worth. I know that's the cold comfort
1: for her, under but the circumstances. you know, there are consequences to ordering right. stuff, and then and then through no fault of his, right. she doesn't want to proceed with the contract. Right,
7: you know? right, certainly. And look, it's a Nissan from 2005. I think they built about 250,000 of those cars and sold them in the U.S. So. Those parts have value. Hopefully, she can put them on eBay if she's not going to use them. Maybe make a few dollars and get back, claw back a little bit of what she's yeah, out Yeah, I hope
1: of, she can. Right?
7: Hey, Harvey, if a neighbor kid gets hurt jumping on my trampoline, could I be liable
4: even after warning the parents something could happen? And should I have them sign a waiver? Well, here's the thing. Um, if you are not supervising children jumping on a trampoline and one of them gets hurt, And it's the other if it's if it's the other parents, kids, you could be liable for failure to supervise. Um, But there's got to be some negligence attached to this. If the kid just gets hurt and there's no negligence and you've supervised, as Judge Millian says, too bad, so sad. That'll do it for this case. Litigants are inside the courtroom for the next case.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well.
3: This is the plaintiff, Donna Smith. She says she hired the defendant, a supposed electrician, to install two air conditioning units in a rental apartment she owns. Two days after he did the work, one of the units started blowing hot air and leaking water, and it took him two weeks to send someone out to fix it. A week after that, the same thing happened to the bedroom unit, and now this bad businessman is ignoring her. She's suing for $1,695, the money she's now out of. This is the defendant Pedro Amador, Jr. He says he tended to the plaintiff's needs every time she had a problem. Her units are installed properly, and he certainly doesn't owe her a refund for the work he did. Bottom line, both units were successfully serviced. And he feels the judge will agree with him today, and he'll leave here the winner after today's proceedings. He's accused of not being cool.
4: All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff says that she hired the defendant to install two air conditioners, and both of them only blow hot air. The defendant says that he installed the units correctly, made the necessary repairs, and he owes nothing. It's the case of you're so uncool.
1: Okay, Ms. Smith, you hired Mr. Amador to install some mini-split air conditioners, correct? Yes, yes, Your Honor. All right, and let's see what we're talking about here. I actually uh, have one of these, so I know what this is. Um, it's kind of, it's a tiny little air conditioner that actually goes, let's get a better picture, that actually goes in the wall and um, they work pretty well when they're working correctly, correct? Yes. Okay, now in this case, what ended up happening? He installed the, the mini, mini split AC in two different rooms and you paid him how much? Um, I paid him a total of $1,800. Okay. And then what happened?
8: Um, Well, he installed them. And then the day after, the one was running warm. So I called him to fix it. And I had to wait a while for his guy to come out. He kept telling me different days that um, he'd come out and he sent somebody out.
1: How long did it take him to go there and service it? What day did he send somebody to service it? I think it was April twenty eighth. I sent him pictures of the uh, okay the leak. And does he fix which one was the one that was cause that was having a problem? Both or one? It was. It was. It ended up
8: being both. The front one. Was
1: okay, but when you called him, what did you call him for? Which one? The front one. So then, does he go there and it's what's happening? It's just it's blowing hot or it's leaking? Which is it? Both. It's both. 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 Okay, so he fixes it when it wasn't even
8: water; it
9: was freon.
1: Okay, Mr. Amador, what is it you end up doing, um, and what day do you do it to repair it?
9: When she called me, uh, that was a week later. I I schedule a technician to go out to check the uh, units because uh, I installed a lot of these units before. I do the installations, and I have my technician go out to do any service work when I have any calls back. I hardly, I only had twice. This is the second call back I had, and what it was was same as the first one. It was leaking. It was short on freon. So he came back, he serviced it, he uh, vacuumed the whole system out because we had to vacuum the whole system out to be working properly. Then he installed a proper Freon on both units. I told him to check both units just in case the other unit had was gonna have a problem too.
1: Okay, let me ask you this question. Why is it that a brand new air, these are brand new air conditioners, why were they low on Freon?
9: Sometimes in the factories, when they do the uh, UL listing, they install a Freon just to check, make sure it works. But sometimes it doesn't have the right amount of freon, because there's two there's two uh, ways you you can hook them up. You can hook them up under 120 or 220, and it takes different uh, freon
5: uh, level.
1: Okay, so after Mr. Amador fixes that, you have an additional problem, and what is that additional problem, Ms. Smith? The um
8: the other one in the back started leaking, and that's when I that's when it, then I started texting him uh, once a day, and he it totally ignored me. I mean, I have all the texts that it was leaking. I was calling right. him. Mr.
1: Amador, why were you ignoring her?
9: Uh, I wasn't ignoring her, I just, I didn't have a chance to send the text, because uh, her house is an hour and a half away from where. How,
1: does it take you the- an hour and a half to respond to a text? Because her house is an hour yeah. and a half away? Right. No. It takes a nanosecond, right? So why were you ignoring her?
9: I just didn't know, Your Honor, what was the deal, because there was other subcontractors working there, so I don't know if they were working yeah, but you. you with-
1: didn't even talk to her. You didn't even call her back. She's telling you that there's a problem leaking with the AC. Why wouldn't you tell her, okay, let's FaceTime, let me see what you're talking about, but you just completely ghost. Are you surprised you ended up getting sued? Uh, no. Right. So, Ms. Smith... What ends up happening? How long do you wait for him to respond to you before you go and hire somebody else? I believe
8: it was like a week to two weeks. I First I called and got an estimate for $95. I paid that. I figured, okay, let me just see what's wrong with this. And then AirPro came and they gave me an estimate to fix it. They said it was installed properly on that receipt. It was tilted and they said it was, it was installed properly or
1: improperly? Improperly. improperly. Okay, right. Improperly. That's what I see they say.
8: Yeah, and it. Um, I sent those bills to uh, Pedro and showed him because I didn't want to pay $1,000 and be out another $1,000. I, so I waited and he... He
1: still ignored He just ignores you completely. Totally. Why would you, Mr. Amador, why on earth, if you've got her checking with a different professional who's saying you installed it improperly, how on earth do you not address her and say something and send somebody? How do you just ignore her and think she's gonna go away?
9: I'd ignore her. When she told me that she'd hire somebody else after I gave her... I'm sorry, uh, no. uh, First,
1: uh, she sent you a text telling you that somebody else looked at it. Did you answer that text?
9: Uh, yes, I did. What'd you say to her? I said, I said, okay.
1: Okay, what? I
9: had nothing else to say. Is that, Really? Is because what what what, was, here's
1: what you should have said, was, Mr. I, Mr. Amador. Here's what you should have said as a professional. I don't think they're right. I think I'm right. So let me drive over there and take a look at it and see what the problem is. Because she sent you pictures and they say that you installed it improperly because what we're looking at is this. We've got this AC and we've got this huge stain underneath the AC. And that stain was what, Miss Smith? Was it water? Was it refrigerant? What was staining there? Freon. It was Freon. That's what I was told. And they said that the way it was installed was causing the Freon to leak out. So what did they end up doing? They had to pull it all apart.
8: That's why they charged me the $1,000, you know, pull it all apart. They had to readjust it. And then there was a little hole in the wall. And this was
1: all freshly painted. The apartment was gorgeous. Right, so now we've got this hole that I see on the bottom left, and I think that's, I think there's a strip of tape all underneath.
8: It, they moved it or something, and, um, and it's, it's just a hole, and it had, that whole walls, all the walls had to be repainted again. It was, a, it was a nightmare. It was a little nightmare here.
1: Yeah. So you ended up paying them $1,095, and then you ended up paying somebody to come back, patch the hole, and paint. Why was that bill so big? Because when you have a problem, you fix the problem, especially if it's fresh paint, it's not like you're gonna have a problem feathering or matching. Why is it a $600 paint job?
8: Those two walls had to be repainted, mm-hmm. and then the whole Why the did lot. two walls have to be repainted? Because the other one had the stains on it, too. They both had stains on it. Did they readjust both mini splits, or did they just readjust one? They readjusted the back one. That's the one with the hole. That's the one they had to take down.
1: And then what did they do, if anything, to the first one?
8: They checked it out. They said the hose was kinked. There was, there was things wrong with it. All right, let's look at their bill and see what
1: they did. They charge yep. you $1,000. Yeah. need to remove wall unit, fix on leak, most likely at the flare joint, and level it and reinstall it so it will drain properly. In the picture, that is refrigerant oil, not water. They charge you a grand for that. Probably would have cost you less if you had driven back and fixed it yourself, right? And then uh, another $600 because both walls had to be painted. What did they do to the other one? Why did the other wall have to to be painted? And what did because they do to the other one? Because
8: that had Freon on it, too, Your Honor. They both had Freon on it. So they had it, even when he came
1: to fix it afterwards, there was Let me Freon t- okay, on that me Okay, can I ask you a question? Is your husband in the room? Yeah, he's here. Switch with him a second. Okay, I will. <laughs> Can you swear him in, Doug, please?
4: Your Honor, can you raise your right hand there, sir? Do you solemnly swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? So help you God. So help me God. Your Honor.
1: OK, sir, I know what happened with the one AC that they had to take out and, and reinstall. That was a grand. Did they do any work on the living room AC? Yes. Yes. OK, what work did they do on the living room AC? Because I don't see that on their bill.
6: They actually came back a third time we haven't even we haven't even put that on our, our our claim. It was leaking. It was leaking again and coming out warm again. This is weeks later, and uh, the technician showed me a connector that was installed uh, improperly. The uh, copper line, the freon line, that. that
1: Why didn't was, uh, you add that to your claim?
6: This this happened after we did our claim.
1: I know, but what's your? You can always amend a claim when you file a lawsuit. If something else comes up after that, you can amend the claim.
6: They didn't. They didn't charge. They, they didn't, didn't charge us. They, did oh, that to they didn't charge you good. Pay,
1: they included it. All right. Included it. I got it. We're done. We're done. So here's what we've got. We've got 1,095 that you guys are out because he didn't bother to go back and take a look at it and try to fix it or anything else. And I then did, we have Honor, a six... Back. What were you saying? I'm sorry.
9: I did went back the first time and I fixed the AC.
1: Mr. Amador, is that what out. this lawsuit's about, that it was blowing hot and needed more Freon? You know that's not what the lawsuit's about, right? The lawsuit's about the leaking of the Freon. That's where you ended up ignoring them, Mr. Amador, and that's why now you're going to have a hefty bill Mm -hmm. that you have to pay, whereas it would have been so much cheaper for you to just go ahead and go there. So $1,095, you're going to reimburse them for what they had to pay someone else to retilt the one side, and I'm not going to order $600 on the painting because there is no evidence of the other air conditioner having a problem that he should have to pay for you to paint that wall. There's absolutely nothing about the other air conditioner repairs. So I'm also going to order you to pay 300 of the $600 paint bill, and I'm going to order $1,395. Verdict for the plaintiff. Pay the lady.
6: So the plaintiff is going to get back just about what she was suing for. Mr. Amador, you heard the judge. You're going to have to pay her some serious money, almost $1,400.
9: What do you think? Uh, yes. I uh, yes, that's what I've heard. Uh, a $1,000 for a service call, that's, that's no way, but if they want to charge her for something that's wrong and she wants to blame me for it, well, that's the way it is.
6: Well, you installed it. You did it wrong. You made a mistake. If you'd have gone back and fixed it, you would have saved yourself a lot of money. I'm sorry about that, but that's the judge's verdict. you got to live with it. All right, Ms. Smith. You were suing for $1,695. you are going to get back almost just a little bit, you know, $300 less. What are you thinking?
8: I'm, I'm happy. At least I'm getting something back.
6: Okay, happy. <laughs> Congratulations. And I hope the air conditioners Thanks. keep working for you. All right? You need them there.
8: Yep. We need them in South Florida.
6: Absolutely. You surely do. No question about that. All right. Now it's time for another session of After the Verdict.
7: You know, these split unit air conditioners, which have become so popular now, and you see them more and more in houses, we actually installed one in a house that we used to own uh, years ago, right? Right. And I have to tell you, I know a little bit about them. They come from the factory. When you take it out of the box, it's fully charged. It's tight and right. Yeah, and and it's charged with enough uh, Freon to keep it cool and to run like 10 feet of copper tubing from the upper unit in the, that's up in the wall that you cut a hole through the wall in to, down to the condensing unit that's down on the ground. Uh, so there's just no way that these things came. You weren't the, buying well, that at all. Not in a million years. It just, just doesn't
1: work that way. What about the fact that he didn't even go back to to service what she was telling him about? That it's hey, they're saying yeah. you improperly, and he, he just doesn't even come right. back. And
7: she had the photo to show that it apparently was installed improperly, and they had the leak coming out of it. I mean, it just turned into a nightmare. Yeah, it just blows I mean, her, her off and says, "Ah,
1: thousand dollar service call." Right? It could have been It's not a thousand dollar service lot call. Lot it's a reinstallation, me. which would have cost him a lot less to just do. Then now have to pay a professional to do because he thought she'd go away.
7: Exactly. And people, some people have this misimpression that the Freon just kind of goes away and you have to top things off every couple of years and add Freon. No once it's in there it's in there forever until you get a leak yeah but
1: we not free on on stuff that's cuz our stuff why leaks which <laughs> <laughs> they,
7: they corrode and they leak they get pinhole leaks there's acid in them and it eventually just starts to destroy that the copper tubing or the joints the compression fittings on them and it goes it
1: why is our stuff leak? so leaky
7: <laughs> i think i think it happens to everybody Marilyn.
1: But, but this is never. a lesson for all contractors you know you just you you you, you don't show up and it's going to cost you more because now you got to pay the premium for the other guy
7: absolutely and the consequences of him not coming out quickly and
1: taking care of it were
7: a catastrophe yeah. an extra thousand bucks kind of me. jerky definitely
4: hey harvey when renting a vehicle um they always try to sell you insurance doesn't your own auto insurance cover you well the answer is yes um if you have collision and liability insurance, you should be okay. The only reason to get it is if it eliminates you having to pay a deductible, then there's value. That will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case are inside the courtroom.
3: This is the plaintiff, Charlotte. She says the defendants were her former tenants, and when they moved out, she noticed a chip in the porcelain of her brand-new bathtub. The defendants refused to take responsibility. She had to get the whole bathtub re-glazed and are suing the reckless defendants for the $515.99 it cost her. These are the defendants, Craig and Kathleen Friedman. They say there was a shower liner in the bathtub and they never saw a chip in the porcelain. They know they didn't damage the tub. The woman said nothing about the so-called chip when she did the walkthrough. And they owe this woman nothing but a curt goodbye. They're accused of taking it out on a tub.
4: All parties, please hit your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court next case on the docket. The plaintiff says she rented to the defendant, rented a brand-new spankin' apartment, and when they moved out, the porcelain tub was chipped. Now, the defendants say they didn't chip anything, and the plaintiff never noted it on the walkthrough when they moved out, and they're owing nothing as far as that, sir. It's the case of we're not a chip off the old block. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, ma'am.
1: All right, Ms. Charlotte, um, you are suing Mr. and Mrs. Freeman, your former tenants, because according to you, they ended up damaging your bathtub. How long did they live there?
10: It was one year lease.
1: Okay. And um, tell me what they did to the
10: bathtub. I'm not sure how it got damaged, to be perfectly honest with you, but it was a brand new renovated bathroom. They were the first tenants to use the bathroom after it was refinished. Okay. Okay. And um, after they left... I noticed that the tub was chipped. We never did a walkthrough. I never was with them to you know, show any problems that I may have seen wrong. After they left, I saw it and I notified them immediately that there was a damage to the tub that I expected them to be responsible for.
1: Let me ask you a question. Um, you had the entire tub reglazed, correct? Yes, I did. Uh, Is there a reason why you didn't just address the chip and have the chip repaired?
10: The contractors that I called advised me that the best way to do it was to fill it with fiberglass and to reglaze the tub. Since it was a brand new bathroom, that's the route I decided to take. Had it been an older bathroom, maybe I would have just tried to patch it. But I had just spent a lot of money having that fixed. And I wanted it done correctly.
1: Right. And no, I understand. If a patch wasn't going to work perfectly, then a patch shouldn't be what you have to put up with. The thing is, a patch could work perfectly um, because I've had this issue before. But um, let me hear from you, Mr. and Mrs. Friedman. I see letters where you respond saying to her, this is normal wear and tear. You're kidding, right? Because that's not normal wear and tear. How did that happen?
7: Well, as for the chip goes, we don't know how it happened. As for normal wear and tear, um, I don't necessarily know what it would, on how that would be. Do you know
1: how that, do you know how that chip happened? Because usually, like, if you chip a tub, you kind of know that it happened. Like, you're like, darn, as soon as it happens, right? You guys don't remember how it happened?
0: No, to be honest with you. And we even tried to circle back through photos that we had, like, when we took photos of the entire apartment just to see if, you know what, like, maybe we screwed up. Maybe we did something. But we don't have any memory of of doing that to the tub.
1: All right, well, uh, in any event, it's a brand-new tub. It gets the chip during your watch, and she wants to get paid for it. Now, one of the first things that you said to her in your letter... Are you guys attorneys? No, we are not. Okay, one of the first things that you... Because it was a really good letter. Did you have the help of an attorney when you sent the letter and the release? Yes, Yes. we did. One of our really good friends is an attorney. Okay. All right. So you sent a letter to her saying, a kick costs 50 bucks. I'm willing to offer you 250. Here's a release. And you did not accept that because you actually paid the 500. I understand that, Ms. Charlotte. So really what this case boils down to is whether or not a repair was necessary or an entire reglazing. You have an email from a company giving you an estimate on the repair alone. Um, and that company says it should be about 200. That's a little, I think that's low. But I do recognize, because I've been in this position, that you can perfectly cover that chip and not have to reglaze the whole thing. I think 200 is is on the very low side. Um, she doesn't have to use your company because what happens in court is that you're entitled to the reasonable damages. You're not entitled to more than that. You may end up paying more than that. You know, if you decide to spend $10,000 on a $1,000 item, that doesn't mean that they have to pay $10,000. I'm finding in your favor in the amount of the $250. I think that's fair, plus, of course, your court costs. Good luck.
6: Thank you. So, the plaintiff gets half basically of what she was seeking here in court. I'm not sure she's happy with that, but let's find out exactly what her feeling is. How about that, Ms. Charlotte? Let me ask you first, what do you feel about that?
10: Well, if that's what the judge decides is fair, then that's fair. I accept whatever she's willing to give me.
6: All right, very good. Well, thank you very much. All right, how about you, Mr. And Ms. Friedman? What do you feel about that? I know you felt you didn't owe her anything, but uh, the judge says you have to give her that money. What do you think, 250 bucks?
7: Uh, we find that reasonable as well, too. We sent Charlotte a letter saying that we wanted to split the difference of the bill that she sent us, and the judge ruled in our favor. So we're very thankful. You're
6: very agreeable. All right, very good. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Uh, now let's find out what the judges think about this case. Here's another session of After the Verdict.
7: Looks like this case comes down to what is normal wear and tear to some extent, and then after that, the question of what's the value of the work that was done by the landlord, correct? Yeah. And certainly a chip like that on a porcelain tub, if you chip something off of it, you can't just put white out on it. No. There's some kind of science (laughs) here. There's some kind of artistry to getting it repaired correctly, right? Yeah,
1: I mean, I I presume there are some people, just not you and I, who could repair it on their own. Um, But, you know, you probably want to bring in an expert, yeah.
7: So setting aside the issue of who's accountable, we both agree on that. I would have given her the full $515. Yeah. And uh, I wouldn't have put it on her to shop around for the very best price, etc. I guess. Uh, Do you
1: feel we- like she was entitled to a full reglazing then? I guess.
7: Not necessarily, but. Um, or I just
1: th- that the amounts are so right. low. Right. That- I think.
7: I think given the given the disparity, I probably would have given her the full amount. We can. Agree to disagree there. yeah,
1: And certainly because she actually did spend it already. It's not like she's seeking it and then going to pocket some money or anything. She's not a scammer. No, no, no. She's not a scammer (laughs) at all. In any sense of
7: the word. At all. Right? So at the end of the day, I'd have given her the full 515. And you say, well, she's going to have to take a bath on half of that. (laughs) It'll be 250 or, or thereabouts. Plus yeah, it's cost.
1: always a struggle, you know, when you're sitting there trying to figure out. All right, I I can only award what is reasonable, but right. then again, reasonable minds differ on right. what's that reasonable. Right. That
7: mysterious number that judges are always trying to conjure up. What's the reasonable value? Right. Right.
4: Hey, Arvi, a friend has been storing his trailer on my land, and I haven't heard from him in six months, and he has no family. Can I place a claim for title from DMV and gain ownership? The answer is no. You cannot do that unless you have a lien on the property and it gives you that right. Otherwise, what you should do is treat it as abandoned at some point, and then you can get rid of it legitimately. But don't do it prematurely. See you next time.